You got to be freaking kidding me, right? When both scientists gazed back at him with blank stares, McPherson continued, All that highfalutin education between the two of you, and not a lick of common sense. Do not attempt to belittle your intellectual superiors, Heinbaum responded with a smug expression. While you languish in the mire of your low IQ, we are on the verge of monumental discoveries. Yeah, you're on the verge of something, Heine. McPherson growled as he balled his right fist and rubbed it against his left palm. Realizing the huge Scotsman was in no mood for trivialities and remembering past confrontations that had put fist-sized permanent creases in his pristine lab coats, Heinbaum invited, If you have a better idea, Captain, why don't you amuse us with your pearls of wisdom? Getting up from his stool, McPherson looked around the lab and said in a loud voice, Ernest, would you mind coming over here and helping me for a moment? Okay, came a reply from the other end of the room. Ernest Longarrow was the lab assistant to Dr. Heinbaum, standing about five feet eight inches tall with long black hair tied in a ponytail by a leather strap. Longarrow was a Native American Navajo with a master's degree in microelectronics from UCLA. His patience while working with the peevish, quick-tempered Heinbaum was legendary. Striding over to the workbench, Ernest grinned and said, What do you have in mind, Kimosabi? I can tell from the cunning look in your big old eyes that you've got something up your sleeve. Smiling at the remark, McPherson responded, I need an extra pair of hands, and I don't trust these two butterfingers, jerking his thumb up at the good doctors. Nodding in agreement with a twinkle in his eyes, Long Arrow asked, What do you need me to do? Pointing toward the gravity module, McPherson said, I want you to put your hands around the black pedestal and hold it in place. When Ernest indicated he had a firm grip, McPherson grabbed the sphere in both his hands and exclaimed, Lefty Lucy! With a quick counterclockwise twist, the entire glass globe turned like the cap being removed from a bottle of water. A distinct metallic click came from the black base of the unit. Startled by the unexpected success, Miguel said, Bravo, Captain. John Heinbaum was less appreciative, muttering, Well, what do you know? Another lucky guess from our resident clown. McPherson continued revolving the bulb for complete rotations until he finally lifted the two-foot diameter bulb completely free of the black base and up and away from the pyramid. Carefully lowering the glass to the bench top and securing it so it wouldn't roll off, McPherson stepped back and dramatically clapped his hands together several times, as if clearing them of dust. Grinning like a mule eating briars, McPherson looked directly at Heinbaum and said, any time you need my muddy IQ to solve one of your problems, just let me know, Heine. Bah! Heinbaum retorted. Your actions with this delicate piece of equipment were reckless. Who knows what damage you may have done to the mechanism. We all heard the metallic click when you twisted the globe free. Close examination will undoubtedly find unnecessary scuff marks in the metallic connections. At that moment... Romer, who had been using his magnifying glass to inspect for any damage to the exposed connections at the base of the bulb and in the groove of the black baseplate, turned and announced, 
it appears the captain was correct in his surmise about the interconnection of the base with the spheroid. There is no damage. Grimacing at the futility of his tirade, Heinbaum looked at the red-haired Scotsman and mumbled, Clever bastard! You'll make a mistake some day, and I'll be there to enjoy your comeuppance. Sauntering up to the weaselly scientist, MacPherson wrapped his arms around the man and declared with a longing stare, I love you too, Doc. When he acted like he was going to kiss the scientist on the lips, Heinbaum struggled away from him and exclaimed, No more kissing! It took me years to recover from the last time. You really know how to hurt a man's ego, Heine, MacPherson said with a hurt look on his face. Bah, you silly baboon! Away with you!